1: It's a great day for a podcast. Once again, here he is, John Oakley.
2: It's an otherwise great day for talk radio. If it isn't, by the way, uh, you can ask for your money back. Whatever you pay, uh, we'll return it. No questions asked. How do you like them apples? Right there.
1: 25 (laughs) Dockside Drive. Form a straight line. That's right. All you have to do is bring a receipt.
2: Yeah. Well, not even necessarily a receipt. Just tell us uh, what you paid for the program, and we'll take it as an article of faith that you can have a full uh, reimbursement of your monies. But this is where, you know, I've got to ask this. This is a story out of the the U.S. of A. Where else? And uh, a woman brought back a a three-and-a-half-year-old sofa simply because she didn't like it. She didn't like it anymore. They stopped liking it. So she goes to Costco and brings this thing back. I saw the video. It had been loaded in the back of their, their truck, but she wanted to make sure firsthand that they would honor the return policy, no questions asked, which is you know what they say, and, before she would actually load it onto the truck so she knew. She, she got the clearance from them initially, and then she brought it back to the store three and a half years later just simply because she didn't like it. It was still very functional and all the rest, but she just didn't like it anymore. Three and a half years later, didn't even have the receipt. What, <laughs> what was interesting was uh, she knew, though, the date she bought it. And so she uh, gave that reference point to the clerk and the clerk looked it up in the computer system. They track you. And lo and behold, yeah, they found out what she had paid for it. Everything was there, kosher, tickety-boo. Cut her a check or gave her the reimbursement on her credit card, however that happens, and away she went. And then came back and bought another couch. She'll return three and a half years. It wouldn't be un- unlike some of the people who are exploiting the return policies. I used to work on a TV show way back when, and we had one of these monitors, you know, 50 or. This was way back, so this was an expensive item. Now they're, you know... 700 bucks maybe this probably at the time went for about three or four grand and they had a 30 day return policy and the producers of the show decided the exact producers actually (laughs) that they would return it on the 29th day (laughs) and so get the money back send somebody else in the store to buy another one and it just kept happening every 29 days this was by rote the return policy was being triggered And honored. And so we never paid for a large monitor on that set for the entire year of the program.
1: The best part is, this is a professional production you're describing.
2: No, it's a Canadian production. (laughs) 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 And so, you know, apart from the grants that you get from the government, uh, this is the way you've got to work it, right? You've got to find loopholes and other ways that you can exploit, well, the situation. And when it comes to exploiting return policies, I think a lot of people do that. You know, you're not always satisfied, but in this case of the woman, three and a half years in, on a sofa, she just stopped liking it. That's the quote on TikTok. I just didn't like it anymore. We just don't like the color anymore. And this this has been viewed over three million times since she posted it late last month. So, obviously, and she's counseling other people, uh, hey, uh, that's what you got to do is return this stuff, especially if you're, say, at a... A store that has uh, a membership, Costco does. Some of these stores understand that the return policy, if you make it generous enough, people won't necessarily exercise it, whereas if you make it strict, it will be a deterrent to business. There have been studies that have reported this. As a matter of fact, uh, a strict return policy can turn off consumers and deter them from patronizing a particular business. According to the CEO of a logistics company that tracks this, quote, the number one reason customers don't make repeat purchases is bad return policies. How many times you ask if you're buying stuff at Christmas because you just don't know if the recipient's going to actually like the whatever you got them, the blender. What's your return policy? I always ask, you know, 14 days with a receipt. Some places, you know, they'll post signs saying no refunds. Which, boy, you better be sure about your purchase at this point.
1: In this economy, you should be sure about all your purchases. Well,
2: I guess. But, you know, a lot of people do shop with confidence. Just pick up some item that they can plant under the tree at Christmas, for example, or on a birthday, whatever the occasion. And know that, hey, if you don't like it, I'll take it back for you. You want to take it back for the recipient because you don't want them to find out how cheap you were.
1: <laughs> this, this could be avoided by getting to know your loved ones better.
2: Well, yeah, there is that. I won't quibble with that. So, <laughs> you know, but really, uh, I got that a tie, uh, you know, <laughs> and so it's got little kittens on it. I'm not sure if you'll like it. You know, I mean, certainly he cracks a fake smile on Christmas morning or at the birthday. You know, it ain't ever going to get worn but you can offer to take it back, you know? And when he gives you some specifics about what he'd actually like, give me some golf balls, give me a sleeve of golf balls. You know, I mean, this is where now people are actually putting registries together for Christmas gifts. They are just like wedding registries. Like you pick from the registry. So, you know, it's already pre shopped, but I'm digressing because I wanted to talk about return policies. And when it comes to the generosity of some policies, I think it leaves itself open to exploitation
1: Yeah. Uh, Former roommates abused the Canadian tire 90-day return policy. Whoa. Uh, Out on the East Coast, cold winters, they would just go and they would buy a bunch of space heaters. Yeah. winter is about three months use it for about 88 days and then return it <laughs> how
2: about the snowblower in cape breton you could yeah you know it's just uh hey if i can get myself to the canadian tire store i can clean things up here over the next fortnight uh <laughs> return it get my money back no harm no foul <laughs> or you actually rent it out and make your money back and then some you know what i'm saying oh there are ways no uh, that's what you do If you uh, go and purchase Snowblower and then you rent it to the neighbors who are in a dire predicament, you know, maybe five bucks an hour, a nominal sum, you don't want to get overly greedy, lest the flag.
1: Oh, lending things that do not belong to you in exchange for a fee, like a bank.
2: (laughs) Well, okay, there you go. And so this is what happens. You've learned the lesson and then you return it in the time that they allow. So you come out ahead. It's a money-making venture. I hate to give people ideas, but I'm sure they've had them already. If you're if you're prone to exploiting a return policy, and let's say you work in said store where there's a return policy generous to a fault or not or you don't have a return policy, what have you noticed about people and how they might abuse, you know, they brought back the moth-eaten sweater, <laughs> you
1: know? like a canoe that still has water in it. <laughs>
2: Right. right. Shoes, the treads are worn off. Uh, there could be a lot of permutations here of people who have taken advantage of return policies to make a mockery of such.
1: You're bringing back an iPhone one for a return.
2: <laughs> well, there are a lot of things that have probably timed out or they've lapsed. And yet. As I said, three and a half years, the couch no longer appeals to the recipient that bought it at the Costco. They returned it. No questions asked, and they got indemnified. All right, let's take some calls. Mark in Toronto, will start with you. Good afternoon. Oakley Show, 640 Toronto.
3: Hey, John. Great day for Talk Radio. Yes, sir. Amazon by far out, outperforms Costco when it comes to return policies. And it's unreal because you don't know this in, until you actually call somebody and talk to an agent online. So I... A couple of months ago, I bought a speaker and I $400, dollars $450 with taxes, a powered PA speaker, and I didn't use it, left it in the box. I said, you know what? Changed my mind. I called up Amazon or the customer service number and I said, I need a return label to send the item back to you to get a refund. And the guy says to me, these are one of the items that are on our excluded list. We don't return it back but you're free to dispose of it or donate it and we'll give you back your money anyways. And I, I had to ask him to say it twice. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry, you're going to return me $450 and tell me to keep the item, even though I said, I just want to return it. And apparently it has something to do with the magnet and uh, the, the internals of the speaker where they, you know, they can't verify that it'll, it'll, it'll be in, in the same condition, even though it's still in the same box. Oh. And then uh, another incident real quick was it just happened two days ago. Um, I ordered a mug, one of those uh, thermal mugs for my coffee on Amazon. And on my doorbell, my my doorbell camera, I see the delivery driver just toss it onto my porch. And it wasn't in a box. It was in one of those uh, paper bags, I guess, with no bubble wrap. It was just in a paper bag. Tossed it. Mm. I heard the thing bounce off the porch. (laughs) Went to go open it. And obviously, uh, the, the, the item is dented. So I called them up and I said... You know, just got this delivered. I have it on my doorbell camera. I could send it to you guys, but the delivery driver just whipped it onto my porch, dented it. I want to send it back. The guys, they're like, ah, don't worry about it. You know, keep it, and uh, we'll send you a replacement at at, uh, at no expense. And here I am sitting with two Stanley mugs, or whatever they're called, the, the yeah. thermal mugs, and they're just, it's unreal. They must obviously make a crap ton of money to be able to do that, but it's just unreal what, what you can... Uh, you can return or not return on Amazon and, and they'll give you your money back. Yeah, I was
2: going to say, you're stocking up with all kinds of stuff there that uh, basically you can have duplicates uh, because they don't even want to see the return on the. Well, all right. So there you go. That's the high watermark for return policies. And uh, though you're not abusing it per se, uh, you're actually the beneficiary because they're dealing right by you. Gotcha, Mark. I mean, this is really something that uh, they don't want bad publicity on a return policy. Some some places, you know, uh, I think they don't care or they'll do this. They'll tack on fees for bulky goods to discourage consumers from making returns that have to be processed, so on and so forth. Let's go to Gordon Oakville up next. Oakley show. What do you know about return policies, Gord? Have you exploited somebody's goodness? Uh
3: I, I don't think I exploited it because it was actually broken, but about four years ago, I had a five-year-old snow blower that I got at Costco that was super well used from when we used to get snow in the winter, mm. and one day it stops working, I throw it in my pickup truck, I drive over to the Costco in Oakville, I unload it, I wheel it in to the returns desk, and I'm like, this doesn't work. And they said, okay, here's your money from the price I paid five years before.
2: Wow. All right. And so uh, they don't even ask any questions. They just give you, what, they put it on your credit card? How, do that, how does that work?
3: Yeah. They just put it back on my credit card, on my Costco credit card, and uh, no questions. Like, they didn't say, hey, take it outside and show us that it doesn't work. Right. The thing had gas in it. The only <laughs> thing that they had a problem with was that I was wheeling in this engine with gas in it.
2: Yeah, well, sure, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in some places, you know, that could be uh, construed as a terrorist act. But anyway, listen, uh, good for you, five years. So uh, we're getting now almost, you know, a timeline. It's like an auction. Uh, the woman with the the sofa, three and a half years. Yours was a five year snowblower return. Five years after you bought it, Gordy, that's pretty impressive. I appreciate you joining us. Thank you for it, Brian's in Grimsby. Up next, Oakley Show. What do you say, Brian? What have you returned that maybe even surprised you?
4: Great day for Doc Ray. I'm I'm being pious and self righteous. I've I don't think I've ever done this, but I want to tell everybody <laughs> some of my dumb friends who have. First of all, that snowblower story is insane. Yeah, like you said, with with a, a thing of gas, like <laughs> you're you're wheeling it in, and what you know? What I have a friend who works for Thompson Metals. he he picks up all this crap from Costco and Walmart. They just throw it in a dumpster and it goes to like M Terra in Toronto or Oakville or Mississauga. Who knows what happens? It just goes to show you the markup we're paying that they could just, you don't have to explain it anymore. Remember 30 years ago when your Sears snowblower didn't work? You had to show, you had to take it on the parking lot like your last guest said and pull it 15 times and, oh, okay, now we'll give you your money back. One, two, three... Yeah. Now it's like they don't care.
2: Oh yeah, no, they'd stonewall customers and uh, it, they'd put the onus on you. Now it's a reverse onus thing that I'm wondering if people are exploiting. So you're telling me you've got friends who have done this in the past. So it ain't you, nudge, nudge. Uh, what have they done? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm a senior producer. I literally, I have suits. So every funeral and wedding, I own suits. I own suits. But I have some friends who are, you know, n- n- narrow do wells who don't own suits, and then some. one of our friends will die or get married, sure. and they go, what am I supposed to do? And I, I always used to say to them, like, well, go to Walmart, go to a George and get a pair of black pants and a white shirt and a black tie. And, and one of my friends, like 10 years ago, when Sears was still around, yep. one of our buddies died, and he went to Sears, bought a black suit, a white shirt, uh, shoes and everything, Went to my buddy's funeral, and then two weeks later, he brought the Ensemble back.
2: Well, wait a minute. Had it not been altered to suit him or fit him?
4: No, he he was one of those off-the-cup oh, guys. Off-the-rack, like like eh? A, like, a, like a 38, you know, yeah. 26 waist. Mm. So not like me. I, I'm, I'm the same as probably you.
2: Wait a minute. And, he was they, a 38 and a 26 waist? Are you sure he was a fella? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just asking. I don't know. I mean.
4: <laughs> 42, 36, 26. You say she's got a lot. Yeah, no. Whatever it was, he he bought an off the rack uh, suit, and he went to our buddy's funeral. Yeah, and he brought it back. Right, and he just said, "I just I don't want this." And I remember when he told me, I thought, like, uh, first of all, it disgusted me because he'd played the system, and second of all, it was like, you, our friend died, and you, can't, you can't pull off a, a black suit. Like maybe buy one. And keep it for all of our friends who are going to die for the next 70 years.
2: Yeah, you get a good suit, Taylor, like a tuxedo, yes. and it lives on indefinitely, uh, unless you're being go to buried. Tom's I gotcha. Go to Tom's hey, yeah. plate. To nice to work in the plug there, Brian. I'll let you go on that note. Let's grab Fred in Oakville. Up next, Oakley Show, 640 Toronto. Hey, Fred.
0: Hey,
5: John. Great day for talk radio.
2: Thank you for that.
5: Listen, I'm calling you from the dark side. I used to work at uh, Simpson's department store back in the eighties and I took a million returns. I got to tell you, you think you're playing us, we're playing you. What do you think we're in business for? We're in business to sell stuff. Okay. And every time we get you in the store, we get a shot at selling you something, whether it's a a charger for your iPhone or or, or, which we're making like 95% on uh, cosmetics, whatever. We're, we're ringing up the sales, and we let you rip rip us off on something. <laughs> you you feel guilty, and what do you do? You come back. Mm. You know, I, I got I kind of got to make it right. Also, you remember this. This is a good place. You get a good feeling. You know, I I got away with something. You get a good feeling about that. You think you're playing us. We're playing you. The more we get you in, the more stuff we're gonna you're gonna buy, and we're gonna get you in again and again and again. So if it takes. You know, give, giving you a refund on, on that clearly used item, clearly abused item, you'll be back. You'll be back 10 times. All right. So what you're saying just, is a
2: $1,500 sofa is effectively a loss leader.
5: Yes. Yes. And it, it, it makes you obligated to us. It makes you feel obligated to us. It gives you good feelings about us gives you positive associations, and most importantly, it brings you back in the door mm. again and again. And mm. when you come in that door, mm. I'm going to have something on sale, and it's going to be cool, and you're going to want to have it. I don't know what, but always something.
2: Well, Fred, uh, exit question. Now, if it's such a wonderful policy, uh, how come Simpsons went out of business?
5: <laughs> Times change. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh, okay. There you are. Uh, I appreciate it. Go. All right, Fred, you behave. Just grab more calls, Andrews and Barry. Hey, Andrew, good afternoon. Oakley Show, what say you? How you doing? All right, and you?
6: Good. Um, I've got. got. I got, I've done this stuff a few times. My wife hates me for it, but this is one of not one of my proudest moments. But <laughs> uh, back a few years ago, I went to a Toys R Us, and um, they had a clearance bin there, and there was a karaoke machine. It normally costs about $150, $180. It was a Fisher-Price uh, karaoke machine. I paid five dollars for it in the clearance bin. Took it home. The volume button was screwed. I couldn't fix it or whatever. So I decided that I got this idea. I went to Walmart and I saw the same karaoke machine on the on the shelf there. Uh, so I bought I bought the one at Walmart for one hundred and eighty dollars. Brought it home. Took the took the uh, the one that was broken from uh, Toys R Us put it inside the Walmart packaging, brought it back and got my $180 back. <laughs> oh, jeez!
2: <laughs> Did you feel proud of yourself?
6: I, I felt pretty good that I had a karaoke machine only paid $5 for yeah, it. For sure. Yeah, for yeah, you, sure. Yeah, yeah.
2: You worked the system and your wife felt how?
6: Uh, it's kind of thievery a little bit, a little bit, but uh, she doesn't like to want to even tell that story. Uh, <laughs> so I right. hope she's not listening to the radio
2: today. Right. She's out of earshot. All right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, listen, I appreciate your honesty. Uh, thank you, yeah. Andrew, if that is your real name.
1: <laughs> Brilliant. You should give him the bell. It's a great day for greasy radio. Well, who,
2: who is our audience? I'm looking at this. I got a text from another guy. He says, my brother-in-law gets a new area rug for his living room every six months at Costco. He just returns the dirty one for a new one. I don't have the nerve. Another one says, a friend of mine works at Costco, and every fall, this one woman returns an entire patio set and buys a new one in the spring. I mean, honestly, this,
1: this show is located in a bad part of town.
2: Well, I, I was going to say, I mean, uh, this is it. We're all just grifters uh, of a sort, are we not? Let's find out. Uh, more grifts. Uh, Horn is on the road. Horn, go ahead. Your turn. Oakley show.
0: Great day for talk radio, Johnny, as always.
2: Thank you, Horn.
0: So, uh, years ago, my buddy uh, was the guy that started Winners. And when they had around 810 stores we're out one night, he says, Horn, I got the best story for you. He says, get a return through the customer uh, service department, woman came into the store, bought a dress, she wore it to a function, broke out in a rash, went to the skin doctor. He determined that somehow, lady, you've been involved with formaldehyde. Well, as it turned out, somebody had bought the dress. They put it on a stiff in the box. And lo and behold, afterwards, they cremated the woman. And they came back with the dress. (laughs) So it shows you for half a hundred what people will do. This guy that's so proud of himself for $5, he beat Walmart. Mm. Like, that's why stuff is so expensive in the stores. the cost of returning goods. Customers, you ever shop at Dollarama, they got the best policy. You buy it; it's yours. Not interested in your story. That's it. <laughs> okay,
2: I love That's the fact why
0: it's been a great stock dollar But imagine the chutzpah, Johnny! <laughs> the woman, the 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 the, the family—like they didn't even honor the woman's memory with a fifty-dollar bill for a dress.
2: Well, all right, and so it impacted this other woman who had formaldehyde poisoning and a rash because she put on the dress that had been. Sort of, uh, Yeah, it was
0: returned, yeah. The dress <laughs> has been returned innocently, right? You're working at the return desk. They come back with a receipt. You take the dress back, and it hangs back up in inventory. Mm. Two weeks later, and a woman comes in, buys the dress, goes home, lo and behold. Yep.
2: Yep, because right, the there, dress...
0: There's a, there's a good retail story for
2: you. <laughs> All right, uh, I like that. As a matter of course, though, we're right. referring to the poor... Departed as the stiff in the box, man. Listen to The
1: John Oakley Show live each weekday afternoon from 3 until 6. If you live in the Toronto area, just turn that AM dial to 640 and listen anywhere on earth, 24 hours a day, by going to 640toronto.com. Follow on Twitter at AM640Oakley. You've been listening to a curious cast new podcasts and shows are debuting all the time so check back often to see what's new in the curious cast library